0: Welcome to Wrestling with the Angels, a podcast that hopes to encourage you as we limp along this life together. My name is Zach, and I'm here with my good friend and co-host, Clint. And today, we are sans Angela. Angie. Dang it. Yes. <laughs> Whoops. Yeah. Uh, and I, I do you think anyone ever just listens to it to our podcast after we say that we're without Angie?
1: Probably not. I think, I think they just turn it off at that point. Oh, she's not there. Like, right. Going on to the next... 15-minute podcast, <laughs> which there aren't any. No, I'm saying we're the only one. <laughs> it's weird that the record light is red when we're recording because earlier it was green, and I'm like, green is go. Green means start talking.
0: I guess we'll find out if we're actually
1: recording or not. <sighs> I'm pretty sure we are. We've done this before a few times. I can't anyway. remember the color of it, though. It's red now.
0: I know, but in the past, when we when we actually uh,
1: recorded. I mean...
0: Maybe we were recording before, and now we're not.
1: Well, if so, we'll upload that, because we still had some good discussion.
0: Yeah, this is probably the most show prep we've done, I would, I would think. Uh, speak for yourself. I will. <laughs> this is the most show prep I've done, <laughs> <laughs> which admittedly is like about five minutes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But it's a big topic. Today we wanted to talk about empathy. And uh, the reason we wanted to talk about it is we've, we've seen this come up. In some of the circles we used to run in, this topic, and for some reason, it is—it seems like it's debated, uh, the the whether or not we should be empathetic.
1: Yeah, I think there's this, in in these discussions that are going around right now in Christianity, uh, conservative Christianity, uh, this idea that empathy is bad. Um, even to the point where some people are calling it a sin to be empathetic, mm-hmm. and you and I have talked off off recording about how we understand the that position, like we understand what they're saying. Once once you read what they're kind of f- like fleshing out, you're like, okay, I get how that makes sense to them. But it's just like, why would you intentionally? Like, why would you word it like that? Like, it, why would you intentionally? You're almost trying to bait people. Yeah, into that's what I was going to say about it.
0: You almost have to go out of your way to. uh to understand it in this in this way, right? Um, I feel like the normal person doesn't understand empathy as you have to abandon all of your beliefs, all of your understandings to come in to my hurt and my pain.
1: Yeah, and no one who is of the thought that empathy is a sin ever has to worry about committing it <laughs> because they're the least empathetic people in the world. <laughs> and then the, pe- the people who the people who commit this quote unquote sin don't ever care that it's called a sin because Mm -hmm. they're going to be empathetic regardless of what this other group of people thinks. Right. So it's sort of like this, like, why are we even having this, like this back and forth?
0: Right. I don't want to be too harsh because I know that I lack empathy at times. I'm sure you would. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But it's not because I think it's, it's not because I, I dare not empathize because that's wrong, right? You know, it's right. more like just because I'm lazy <laughs> and because I am selfish. Yeah, I have other sins that prevent me from committing that one. So mm-hmm. maybe those are those sins that prevent me from being empathetic or good. So let's talk about uh, what it is to us
0: from our own experiences.
1: Okay, uh, Angela, for even though she's not here in our discussions and in group text, which which we have a group text, so that to me is show prep. Like we can text throughout the week about what we're going to talk about. And that exchange is work.
0: Yeah. But usually we just argue and then Angie, <laughs> that's not true. Angie comes in the middle and says, yeah. what about
1: this? So she's the voice of reason. A lot of times or <laughs> just says really cool things like that. And now she's not here, so we can t- take credit for them. Um, <laughs> anyway, she made, so if, if one side says that empathy is abandoning a position uh, of, of belief or, you know, conservative th- theology, to enter into the hurts of someone, and the other side defines it another way. Um, one accusation was that empathy is treating other people the way they want to be treated, mm-hmm. and we talked about like, okay, that I can understand that, but some people want to be treated uh, badly, yeah. right? And That's so we, point we that as, brought yeah, up, yeah. as Christians, we wouldn't want to treat them badly, even though if they, even if they want to.
0: Yeah, and to give you like a for instance, there are times where i and I think we've talked about this in the past where I feel like I deserve, um, punishment. I feel like I, um, you know, I deserve to be judged.
1: Yeah. And it would be, it wouldn't be empathetic of me to give in to your desire to be treated that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And, and in those moments, it's, it's not saying that I do deserve those things. I just
1: feel like I do. Right. So, and so what we kind of, we kind of tweaked it or Angela tweaked it and, um, said that it's not so much treating people the way they want to be treated. Um, It's treating people the way Jesus treats people. Yeah, from our perspective. Yeah, from our perspective. Um, And so that's what empathy is. It's I want to treat these people who are hurting, because usually that's what empathy is, right? Somebody's going through a hard time. They're suffering for whatever reason. And empathy seeks to treat them the way that we have been treated by God and to treat them like we see Jesus treating people in in the Bible, and so that's that's sort of the goal we, we, when we practice empathy that 's what we want to practice.
0: yeah, and I think in a, a text that immediately comes to mind is paul 's encouragement to weep with those who weep and mourn with those who mourn yeah and I you know, and you have Jesus weeping over the the city of Jerusalem, yeah, the people um,
1: he, I mean he knew he was marching to his death, yeah. And he looks out over Jerusalem and says, how long I've wanted to bring you to myself, but you wouldn't have me. Yeah. And he weeps like a mother hen over her chicks, he says. Yeah. The Bible says. And so um,
0: I feel like it's there's so many clear examples, uh, Christian examples to actually empathize with others. Um, and I feel like we're, we're doing our neighbor a disservice if we, uh, if we can't empathize. But one thing that might be interesting for us to talk about is where we have seen ourselves lack empathy.
1: Uh, I mean, it's really hard to, um, maybe see someone who you've spent a lot of time, uh, competing with mm. or, um, now when you say that, do
0: you mean like in, in, in your work? No, what do you I mean? just mean
1: in general, okay. like, um, you know, if 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 a, if a political opponent or, oh, yeah, or yeah. a um, I've
0: got tons of those, <laughs>
1: <laughs> or a you know, in from our in our circles, a theological opponent, like someone who believes differently than we do. Yeah, um, I'll say this:
0: before really having Angie on the podcast, um, I probably not probably I couldn't really empathize with um, people from her theological background uh, that are different than me. You yeah. know, I, I never really sought out, um, a, a big part of empathy is actually listening, I mm-hmm. think, and, and hearing the other side without just waiting for my turn to speak. Right. And I don't think I've ever done that. Angie has made me a better person, uh, for that reason.
1: Yeah. I mean, I th- and I think just to be quite frank, coming from the, the theological background that we do, um, issues like, um, LBGTQ stuff, um, like feminism, uh, other things that we, we saw as, uh, issues that were plaguing, uh, more progressive denominations in our faith, um, uh, or just society in general. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we had, we had those things, we had those thoughts or I did, I won't speak for you, but I had those thoughts really void of any interaction yep. with people who, who held to those positions.
0: Absolutely. I was getting my information about those from people who agreed with me. Yes. Right, right, right.
1: <laughs> and so uh and so, you know, meeting Angela and and then people from her faith tradition or other faith and, and then therefore interacting with pe- more people from other faith traditions, mm-hmm. I realized like, you know, these aren't these issues are important and I may still disagree But there's actual faces and names in these in that are to these voices and to these opinions, and you know I think the one where this sort of where God sort of really first shined the light on this for me, um, but even was even before and this just came to me, but it it is so clear was and people this name may not mean anything to anybody, but when Rachel Held Evans died, Mm. and so she is a she was a Mainline Protestant, you know, pro feminist, pro LGBTQ um, person, a voice in in the Christian uh, church, and her and conservative theologians butted heads almost every day Mm -hmm. on Twitter. And I don't even really recall what happened. It was pre COVID, Uh, but she got really sick, and she went from perfectly healthy to sick to dead in, like, a very short period of time. Mm-hmm. And the number of posts and things I saw on social media, um, I won't go as far as to say they were praising the fact that she was dead. Oh, wow. But there was this, oh, fine, like, we, the world has been rid of this sort of really? cancerous view on Christianity. Wow. And I saw people that I respected mm-hmm. making these sorts of comments, and it really caused me some grave like. it it broke my heart Yeah, because it's like, regardless of whether we agree with someone a hundred percent or not, we certainly when one instance in which we can empathize is when, when their life ends. Yeah. And so I started to, started to see that it wasn't just even, it wasn't those just big instances in which we were really bad at practicing empathy. It was the smaller ones. And so, um, we i was really bad at rejoicing with those who rejoice and weeping with those who weep Mm. um i certainly didn't like seeing people i disagreed with succeed so Mm. i couldn't rejoice with them (laughs) and i certainly and so we're
0: already failing to uh yeah uh we're already failing to do what paul has commanded us yeah
1: and what and and paul got his teaching from jesus and we see this all throughout jesus's ministry too um, when it's welcoming children and his disciples saying, oh, "Get away," and he's like, "No, don't hinder them. but mm-hmm. let, let them come." Um, when he encounters uh, the lepers and heals them, you know, and when and, he prays for the people that drove yeah, the nails, for, through his Father, hands forgive and feet. them. That wasn't. That's not some. Uh, oh, let me let me let me put one more totally Jesus thing to do <laughs> right here in Scripture. <laughs> I mean that those his words were effective. Mm. I mean, so when Jesus. Praise that it happens mm. so he's praying to the Father for the forgiveness of that his sacrifice that he's in the process of performing mm. would be effective for the very people who are performing the the crucifixion and it, that's sort of to me the perfect example of empathy yeah is like these people could have done real harm to me. And it doesn't mean that I put myself out there and allow myself to get real physically harmed again, but at least I can, I can be compassionate towards these people and not wish them the same harm. Like Jesus could have very easily said, "Father, may they be on a cross one day experiencing the same things I am." Right. That's yeah. the prayer
0: I want to pray often when i yeah. when I experience hurt or pain. That's what I want to say. Yeah. God, do this to them. Yeah. You know, but why me?
1: Yeah. let it be so with them
0: but the encouragement is that i actually pray and bless those that um that hurt me that affect me in that way um but a lot of what i hear, what i'm hearing you say is that on some level empathy seems to promote understanding and it is a it is a genuine i think it starts with simply listening to the other side yeah um, i don 't think I can be empathetic if i 'm not if i'm if i 'm getting my information from people that I agree with yeah if i don 't go face to face with people that I disagree with and are and willing to have these discussions um, i can 't really call myself empathetic and i I see so clearly that the example that Jesus gives me is to be empathetic
1: yeah Jesus from the cross. Saying that prayer, um, he was further along in in, in his in his empathy uh, than I am. Yeah. Which I mean, I'm not calling I'm calling people to be Christ like, but I'm not calling people to be Christ. Yeah, yeah. You can't you -hmm. can't be perfect, but you got to start somewhere. Mm -hmm. And so for me, even uh, you know what a couple years from what I just talked about happening, like I'm still not really practicing empathy like in an active way, like Mm. where I'm taking initiative to physically do something that's empathetic in nature. I still have to do the passive thing, which is listening Mm. and hearing someone else's uh, suffering and hearing their pain and just, just being a sounding board. Mm. Like sometimes just, just, yeah, I'm just listening. I'm just taking it in and processing it. And then maybe in, in the context of a, of a trustworthy relationship, I can speak to why like, I'm having trouble being empathetic here mm. because I don't understand. Can you help me understand? Yeah, and and so when the time comes up to be empathetic, or when the time comes up to be a voice and be uh, be compassionate and, in a more public way, hopefully I'll I'll step up and yeah. do that. But so, for me, it just looks like listening right a lot right now. Right, and I think I think that's okay. Yeah, it what has am I... to be. Because trust me, <laughs> if I start speaking, I'm not gonna be very empathetic. <laughs> right. You know. Yeah,
0: slow to speak, quick to listen. Yep. Um one of my favorite psalms is uh Psalm eighty-eight. And that is a psalm that has almost I'm gonna say almost, but I'm pretty sure it is zero upside to it. It is simply the psalmist um lamenting.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and we have this this psalm in scripture that says it's okay to just lament sometimes it's okay for our, our prayers, our agony to be just that, you know, to simply get them out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, God meets us there and that's those moments that psalm is the psalm is just crying out as if God can't hear him. Yep. Right. Yet he calls out anyway. Right. And so sometimes when people are going through things and they come to us and they say, I just feel like God's not here. Our emphasis shouldn't be on convincing them with words that he is. Our our concern should be showing him through our actions, mm. that he's there with them through us. Yeah. And um, sometime down the road, perhaps, they're able to say, you know what, God was there, and he was there through this person, and hopefully that's me.
0: It's something I've also experienced is that even if – that conversation never happens. My soul is better for having listened. My relationship with God is better for simply listening. Uh, Being, you know, James knew what he was talking about when he said being slow to speak and quick to listen. Um, And so uh, I feel like that's a good place to end unless you got anything else.
1: No, I think uh, it's important. One thing that's becoming more and more important to me is as a Christian, um, my view that not only is god all powerful and sovereign over everything i used to i always held that position but that the position i used to hold on that was that so then it didn't matter mm-hmm. what i do right because he he's going to accomplish whatever he wants to accomplish mm-hmm. so i don't have to it doesn't matter what i do now i see god's sovereignty is as that he controls the ends and the means mm-hmm. and i understand that better and I understand. Well, that, there's more mystery there instead of. Well, yeah, and I, well, I understand that. Uh, he's gonna his the way he accomplishes those things is through me, mm-hmm. and so what I do is actually actually matters, <laughs> right? You know, and so it's it's a pendulum swing, but yeah, yeah.
0: Well, cool. And that's that's what we want to do today is we we want to be empathetic. We want to be we want to be quick to listen and slow to speak, and we want to empathize with others as God has empathized with us. And until next time, may the Lord make us a channel for his peace.